I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. From cranberries to cows and everything in between, this is Forward Farming. Hey guys, welcome back to Forward Farming. We have a very special episode for you guys today. So last week, we just went on kind of like this big long rant on why uh, Becca and I were getting kind of frustrated with Instagram and the direction things are going and how um, we're kind of feeling like sheep a little bit and just kind of conforming to what Instagram wants. And that's not necessarily what we want. Um, But I know our guest today has different thoughts and opinions, and (laughs) I'm really excited to hear from her and her side of things because she's one of those people that is just embracing the change and just making it her bitch. Like she's just, (laughs) she's doing a really great job at at keeping up with all the trends and and owning it. And um, she's been on many times before, if you're not following her, familiar with her, you're gonna, you're gonna love her. So hi, Annalise. Welcome back to the podcast. Oh, thank you. It just, you know, gets more and more comfortable here every time. (laughs) I I think this is your, you do, you are just rocking away in your chair. (laughs) In a winter jacket, which is not nice. (laughs) No. So, um, before we dive into that, because I think uh, that's going to take up a majority of the episode, do you want to just kind of go over your week and, and how, how has your week been, Becca? Oh, man, we like just talked. I feel like when I told Joy I had to record to me, he's like, didn't you just record a podcast? And I was like, kind of, not really. Um, it's been good. I got a lot done this weekend, a lot done at work yesterday. Today was just Oh, I'm not going to say the weather, but it was gloomy. I didn't do much today except fight with technology. And um, so I've been using Splice for our YouTube videos. And for whatever reason today, I, well, it started last night. I can't save the last video that I edited. Like it'll, it'll go to the saving thing and it'll get like halfway done and then it'll just stall out. Nothing will happen. There's no air, no nothing. It just won't do anything. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's quite frustrating because it's like, I spent a few hours like editing that and now it's just stuck on splice. So (laughs) I I don't know what to do about that. Um, and then I (laughs) had the bright idea. I hate WordPress. Do either of you use it? Mm -mm. Is down goes Becca. (laughs) back that's how much I hate it though um I used it when I first made our website and because it was like I don't know the most popular one I was like well all these people use it it must be easy to use no it's not like if you're gonna start a website don't use it it was just it's so confusing and so my um like subscription with them was coming to an end I think today actually and so a couple days ago I'm like okay I'm gonna like switch who I have my website through and thinking it was going to be like easy. Um, not so much. So anyways, I have been kind of working on our website now in Squarespace. It's much easier and more user-friendly than WordPress, but I have to like redo everything, which I, I, was, I knew I was going to have to do that, but still kind of a pain in the butt. So that's been my project. <laughs> yeah. I, I have that problem with Splice too. I think 
I think I had to offload the app. Um, what does that mean? Like redownload it. Oh, okay. And know. your projects were still like, there? I don't, I don't have enough storage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But I, I don't thought about trying that, if, but if like... they were saved or not. So oh, okay. Godspeed. Because <laughs> like if I run out of data, I, um, I have to offload some apps to free up storage in my phone. And I think it just kind of like deletes it and then you can re-download it. And it should also be there as long as it's still like on your phone. Okay. See, and this is on my iPad and I know I have plenty of like storage space because I checked that. Um, and so then I tried downloading it on my phone, but like none of the videos come up on my phone. So, oh, I don't know. I'm just, I mean, worst comes to worst. I lose that video. It wasn't that great anyways, but <laughs> that was just frustrating. And I like, yeah, maybe... papers, like I paid for it. So mm-hmm. it's like, there's, there shouldn't be any reason that it's not working, but yeah, maybe if you um, tried offloading it and then try re-downloading it, if it was gone, then maybe just take that as like a, oh, maybe it's for the best if I just re-edit it. <laughs> it was a sign. <laughs> it's a sign. That's how I take uh, it anyway. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to try that. Ooh, what about you? How's your week been? Good. Good. It's been busy, which is nice. I got to work this week, which holy moly, that doesn't happen often. (laughs) (laughs) I was a lot of walking. I was doing soil samples. Um, so I had 22 beds that I needed to collect soil samples from. So I had like this probe that I just like, I'm, I have to walk the length of the bed and like walk in a W shape. So I get samples from like all quadrants of this, of the bed. So like each bed is at least like an acre and a half, which is a lot. So I have to park on one side, like walk all the way down and then like get out and then walk all the way back to my little quad that I was on. So it was a lot of walking. So you had like a lot of hot girl walks. I had a lot. I listened to a lot of uh, murder podcasts. I was just in one of those moods. I'm like, just maybe if I feel anxious enough, I'll walk faster. <laughs> so I did. I walked, I, I walked a lot. I think I would put on like five or six miles in a day and a half, which, which for my squatty little self, that's, that's a lot. So it was good. It was good to be outside and <laughs> do you soil sample, moving. do you soil sample every year or like a few times a year? Or how does yeah. That work? Yep. We do at least once a year. And then, um, in later summer, we'll do tissue samples and we do the same process again, but just clipping, uh, <laughs> clipping the tops of the vines off. And then we put them in bags and ship them off to the, the sampling lab or whatever. So <laughs> yeah. How about you, Annalise? How's your week going? <laughs> I mean, pretty good. I've got a lot of good things happening. Um, yeah, you as do. Far as, as far as modern day farm chick is concerned, I have um, someone working on my website. So I have a new website that's going to launch. Actually, I had a website before, got rid of it because it was mostly just a blog and I didn't know how to operate it. And I wasn't really blogging anymore. I was like, this is dumb. And it was actually on WordPress. Um, so I it's got rid of that. Dumb. And then it's dumb. Um, and so now I have somebody working on it for me thank god because I don't want to mess with that crap it's a headache so that's going to be launching soon I just launched an event this week called um the mastermind dinner for modern day farm chicks and it's going to be 
a conference, but not a conference, a conference like you've never seen before. Nobody's going to speak at you. We're all going to be speaking together. We're all going to um, kind of sit down and have like a lead journaling session and then conversation um, about some like posed questions and there's going to be drinks and there's going to be food. It's going to be, I'm excited for it. Um, so I've got that going and then a few other little soon to be things coming out. So, Ooh. Brewing. so with your, do you want to talk about your mastermind right away? Sure. Okay. Let's just jump right into it. Let's just talk. Let's, let's talk all things mod farm chick. So this mastermind, um, when, when is it, where is it? It is going to be November 5th in lacrosse. Um, Tickets are currently on sale. We sold almost half of them in 24 hours. That's awesome. Um, awesome. There are still some left. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm excited because I like to network. That's what it's all about. That's what this is going to be about. It'll be from um, November 5th, two in the afternoon to like however long we want to party in the evening. And for folks that haven't been to lacrosse before, especially in November, it's going to be beautiful. Like lacrosse is one of those cities that's just absolutely beautiful in the fall. It's like nestled next to bluffs and it's right on the Mississippi river. So you've got like the foliage, you've got like the bluffs, mm-hmm. you have like that cool, crisp weather. It's just gorgeous. I love lacrosse and in there's, the fall. It's, yeah. There's so many good restaurants, wineries, things to do. I know like the event is only one day long, but if you are traveling or even if you're not traveling that far, like I would say Come Friday, make a weekend out of it. Go explore lacrosse. You won't regret it. And if you need restaurant recommendations, let me know. I, oh God, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Um, but where can people get tickets at? Um, they can go to, well, not my website yet, but um, on my Instagram in my bio, there's a link to buy tickets. Otherwise, if you go on Eventbrite and search um, Mastermind Dinner for Modern Day Farm Chicks, you'll find it. So and this for is, folks, oh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm, this is not necessarily just for farmers, but like anyone kind of in the rural space that is just looking to, ma- I don't want to say mastermind, but, you know, get to know other rural people that have same similarities as them. Yeah, exactly. I think as long as you are, I don't know, have like a rural heart, um, you don't necessarily have to be a farmer. Um, because I think, I think it's going to be good to have that diversity because no matter what industry we're in, there's so much to learn from each other. Um, whether it's farm or business related or life related, I think everybody going to this event is going to want something different out of it, give something different. Um, it's, it's all just going to be about connection and good conversations. Yeah. I think that's really awesome. And, and something that's not, um, it's a new thing for our area. You don't see a lot of this. I mean, you have like your conferences within your specific industry. I know you guys are going to a dairy conference in Nashville next month, which yes. is pretty cool. And like cranberry growers, we have, we have like, um, industry, um, seminars and stuff, but to have like a meeting of the minds is going to be really fun. And I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of, a lot of people. I had a lot of people reach out and be like, Oh my God, are you going? Like, this is going to be so much fun. So if you haven't got tickets yet, yeah. jump, jump on it because we're all going to be there and it's going to be a hoot. Yes. We're actually going to be doing a live recording of the forward farming podcast there. So that'll be a special little treat for everyone. And who well, knows? 
Maybe we'll Mary from Manitowoc. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, if we, if we get enough drinks, you know, you, you're, we'll see. Um, but yeah, it's going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to it. So where, where did you find motivation? Like what, what kind of sparked this idea? How did you, has this been like a long time coming type of thing? Or did it just like come to Jesus um, moment and be like, I need to do this? I think I, so I've been in the social media space for a while, just sharing my farm story, um, which is great, but I've been looking for more ways to serve others or to like have something else to offer. Um, and I was just kind of talking with my sister and we were talking about conferences because her and I both like to go to at least one a year to kind of better ourselves. And we're just so sick of going to the same ones where you sit in a big, ugly conference room, you listen to speakers. The only people you end up talking to are the people you went to the conference with. Um, and there's just not that time for networking. So that's kind of what sparked my idea to create something different. So are you, are you like a journaler? Is that like, are you, are you a frequent journaler? Cause that's like, no, to me. <laughs> so did you just like kind of pick that up or how, what, well, what's like the, the thing with that? <laughs> I, so initially when I was talking to my mom about this idea, I had said, it's going to be um, a dinner where there's like different questions posed and we talk about them um, as like a small group at our dinner table. And she's recommended that I ask all the questions first, have everybody kind of write them down, write down their thoughts and opinions so they can create their own opinion before they talk in a group. Because I think sometimes once you start talking in groups, somebody says something and you're like, oh yeah, me too, me too. Instead of actually creating your own answer or thought on that question. So I just want to make sure everybody is like, kind of gets a little, a little heartfelt, passionate about it, writes all that stuff down and then um, talks to it, talks about it to a new group of people. And that's going to be the other thing. Like if you're coming with a group, I'm not going to let you sit by your friends. You've got to mix it up because that's the whole point of it, right? To kind of get out of our comfort zones and talk to new people and learn from new people. For, for like me anyway, like I, I'm one of those anxious people where I hate speaking in front of, this sounds really dumb, but like, I hate speaking in front of people, like my thoughts. That's why I have a podcast, you know, but like, if I'm <laughs> writing down my thoughts and like answering questions, I hate, like in, in, when I was in school, I never rose my hand to like answer questions. I just always felt like it was going to be wrong. So like for those people who are like afraid to do that, or like just nervous or hesitant to sign up because of like meeting new people or, or what, for whatever reason, I think this is going to be a really great group of people. Um, they're like-minded and, and you're going to feel so comfortable and welcome just walking in here based off the people that I've seen are coming. It's going to be so much fun. Like everyone's so like-minded yeah. and, and just fun to be around. So if you're on the fence or feeling a little bit nervous, just, just like take a second of bravery and just hit commit because you're going to, I think you're really going to enjoy it. I think so too. And it's a really cool space. The venue it's, it's warm, it's cozy. We're going to have food and drinks the whole time. Like it's going to be comfortable. You're, you're not going to have to sit in one spot the whole time. Everybody's going to kind of be free to move about, about mix mingle. It'll be fun. And I think the building's haunted. So if you want some ghost stories, boy, do I have some ghost stories for you guys. <laughs> and now no one's going to come. Thank you. <laughs> I was just, just at a kidding. wedding there this past 
last January and did not have any horrifying experiences. So well, I think good. so everyone can go buy their tickets now and just forget yeah. about what Amber said. <laughs> yeah. Or or if you want me to bring a Ouija board, we can just go sit in the corner and, and absolutely see not. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to like secretly change the venue and Amber can just go do her own thing. <laughs> <laughs> I do have uh, some evening entertainment planned, but it wasn't a Ouija board, but I guess we could put Becca up in the back room if anybody's into that. (laughs) Yes, let's do it. Um, Okay, so let's, let's talk about, let's, let's dive right into Instagram. Let's talk about social media a little bit more. So I met with you, Annalise, when was it like two months ago now? Um, You you had just gotten back from, um, I don't know if you want to say where you went, but you went to, you went to like a, a little retreat, um, and you learned a lot and I wanted to kind of pick your brain and, and see what you learned and, and all that other good stuff. And you, you were very passionate. You said that you had a great time. Um, so when we talked, when we recorded our episode for this week, I sent you a text right away and I'm like, this is, this is what we talked about. What do you kind of think? And, and, you got excited. So, um, you, did you listen to the episode? I did. I did. What what were your initial thoughts? So I think I agree with what you guys are saying. Like it has changed. Um, and it is kind of annoying that we have to do what Instagram wants to be seen, but like, that's just the way it is, right? Like we have to go with that flow. Um, But being said, I still think it can be a very creative, beautiful storytelling space because that's what I loved about Instagram initially too, is like the pictures, the stories, the creativity. Um, But I I like, agree. There are people out there that like, I think they just get caught up in looking at reels. Okay. Which reel can I recreate for my industry? And then, so like, it all becomes the same where I don't know, instead of like, just lip syncing everything, maybe use a trending audio and doing something unique. Um, I don't know. I just, I still love Instagram. It's my jam. I love the network there. Um, I still visually, I don't know. I still just think it's a great space. <laughs> I will say yeah. I, I had a lot of good conversation just the past couple of days, mm-hmm. um, ever since the podcast and while most people agree, you know, that like you said, they don't love that we have to do the trendy reels and like the, the algorithm that's continuously changing. Um, a lot of people, they still appreciate the other posts. So even though they're not Mm -hmm. getting a ton of love, the people that I think you want to see it and like the people in your community are still seeing it. And I was actually, this is kind of funny and hypocritical, but I was I'm talking with someone yesterday about um, just like starting to share their story and they were saying how like, oh, I don't have a lot of followers. Like I, um, you know, there's so many other people sharing about dairy farming or whatever you're sharing about. And I was like, yeah, but you're different than all the rest. Like you have your Mm -hmm. own story to share. I was like, even if you're only reaching one person, you know, you're making a difference. And then I was just like, duh Becca like maybe take your own advice and you know Mm -hmm. apply that towards Instagram like I think we talked last week how 
I'm just like continually losing followers, which is, it's fine because I've, I've already got this great community built and yes, I want to, to reach more consumers and reach more people. But at the same time, I can't like forget about how far I've come and like how many people that I've, you know, changed the outlook of how they saw the dairy industry or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I'll say too, like, I still appreciate a variety of different kinds of posts. Um, and I think it's good to use a variety of like a mixture of a single post, a carousel post, a reel, like doing all the things because Instagram's going to change again. And those accounts that are nothing but reels of lip syncing audio are not going to be relevant one day. Like, I think you need to do a variety of things and keep trying new things to, I don't know, remain creative, but also remain relevant. Um, I, I feel so like, I don't know if you guys have noticed on TikTok, it's already changing. There's not as much lip syncing going on. It's more people telling stories and doing tutorials. And as we know, like whatever happens on TikTok happens on Instagram next. So I think we are not, you guys are not alone in thinking I'm over what's going on on Instagram. I think everybody is, and it's going to start to change. Um, and I think if we can all just like stay true to ourselves and like really, um, I don't know, whenever I'm not feeling creative or if I'm feeling um, competitive with others or jealous of others, I really try to think about my why. Why did I start sharing in the first place? Who am I trying to reach? Like what message do I want to share and how am I trying to serve them? And if I can like get rooted back into that, it's a lot easier to be like creative and comfortable and happy with what I'm putting out there. I was just going to ask like what happens when you get into a creative slump and you can't think of anything to post because like that's hard sometimes to like to work. I mean, you've got a lot going on. You're, you're doing stuff with the cabs. You got the kids running around. Like, how do you, how do you make time to stop and be like, I need to, I need to make a video for this or, or whatever. Like, how do you find time and like the creative energy? Cause I think that's kind of the hardest part for a lot of people too. Yeah. I feel like when I'm not feeling creative, the best thing to do is just step away from Instagram completely and go live life. And I get out to the farm and I'm with the kids and doing the things. And it's like, holy shit, here comes the content. It's rolling in. And then I just like start filming stuff, you know? So you just got to step away and not, not force it. What's, what's the saying? If you force a fart, it's going to be shit. So. (laughs) Wow. Put that on a cup. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was going to say too, sometimes when I'm in a creative slump, I always feel so naughty doing this, but like, I'll go back to an old post where I like was creative and I'll reshare it. Oh, hell (laughs) yeah. I do that all the time. (laughs) Like the first time I did it, I'm like, it was like a post from maybe four years ago. It was so long ago, but I'm like, oh my God, what if someone like realizes that I'm reposting this and they like call me out on it and no one, no one knows. Like, no. And you probably have so many different followers. Yeah. I do that all the time or I'll, maybe it was a long post before and then I transfer, transform it into a reel or a carousel post or kind of revamp it in some way, but it essentially it's the same content. Like, yeah, don't work any harder. Reuse that shit. (laughs) Yeah. I need to get better at that. And like repurposing just, you know, it's easy. Well, it's not easy, but to take a a post and a caption and just put it into a reel because then you're Mm -hmm. kind of making Instagram happy in a way, but you're still 
educating and sharing what you want to. Yeah. What has been kind of like your biggest mindset change? Cause, cause like I've, I've been following you for a little while now. And like, there's, there is like, you could tell when you kind of had a different mindset change and how you approached Instagram and how you approach sharing your story. So maybe mm-hmm. do you want to kind of explain, explain that? Like what, what your thought process was? Yeah. So, um, before this retreat, I knew I was an advocate. I knew I was a mom. I was sharing my farm life, whatever. But at this retreat, they really honed in on my why and not just like the why I want to help consumers understand where their food is from. Like, why do I even want to create this space or this? I mean, I, it, modern day farm chick is becoming a business now. Like why, why do I want to do this? Um, so I really figured that out. Um, and that's what really drives me to keep going forward. And then the other big thing I figured out was who my ideal audience is um and at this retreat they had me narrow it down to like you know who is she is she a mother how old is she what does she do when she gets up in the morning like what does her day look like and I was able I struggled with it because I didn't know I really enjoy talking with consumers but I also really enjoy serving and chatting with fellow farm women and throughout the whole treat, I was go- retreat, I was going back and forth. Do I want to talk to consumers or do I want to talk to farm women? How do I want to do this? I couldn't decide. Um, ultimately, I decided that I'm going to share for farm women. It's stuff for busy farm women who also want to be advocates. Um, but you'll still see that kind of, I don't know, advocacy stuff like that's consumer friendly too, because in that way, like I'm showing other people who want to advocate how to talk to consumers, if that makes sense. So I don't know, once, once I kind of figured all that out, it's just been easy and fun to create. So you keep talking about your why, and I don't want to get too personal if you don't want to share like your exact why, but what tips or tricks would you give to anyone who's trying, who might be struggling with that. Cause like, I know I am now. Cause like, I've talked about this before, just like the shift I'm going through and like my page isn't just strictly cranberries anymore. Like I'm trying to find that my new thing. So how, what, what tips and tricks would you give to people that are kind of like feeling lost or just kind of stuck? How would you describe to them how to find like their true why and not just like a very general broad why? Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my why, and then I'll see if I come up with any tips and tricks here, but my general why of wanting to create modern day farm chicken, wanting to create this space is because I want something of my own. Um, I, you know, left my family farm to come to Tom's family farm. And even though like, obviously everyone here makes me feel very welcome, like I'm still the outlaw, you know? And so I just want something of my own, something that isn't related to Tom, isn't related to my kids. Like it's my space. I'm in charge of it. I call the shots. Like I just really want that space for myself. Um, and I want, and then like the why after that is I do want consumers to feel comfortable about where their food comes from and who their farmers are. And I know that I can't do this alone. 
it is a group effort. So I'm hoping to inspire all sorts of people to share their story because it takes all of us. Every single farmer needs to share their story. And just like Becca said before, like everyone's story is unique. Everyone has a different perspective. The way I share might not resonate with somebody, but the way you share it might. So we all have to do it. Um, what was the question now? Oh, tips. Do I have any tips? I think I would just like sit down yeah. and, and really reflect on why you want to share, who you want to talk to, who do you want to reach? What do you want them to know? Um, and then like list different ways that you can find common ground with those people too. Cause I don't know I, obviously I don't post just about farming and I'm more than a farmer. I'm, I'm the, a mom too. And I think you guys talked about this last time on the podcast, how you reached a whole different audience by sharing the mom life stuff. Um, I think, yeah, it all, all ties in. That sounds deep. That sounds like it would, it's like a <laughs> lot of, <laughs> a lot of soul searching and it got weird at this retreat. I'm not going to lie, but now I know. <laughs> so maybe, maybe at your mastermind, maybe we just need to drink enough where we're just like in, I don't want to say like a lucid state, but kind of like at that point in the start talking, then it'll be the like after hours the stuff comes out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, yeah. that's when the real truths come out. Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, pre-plan your do you, do you do you use a content planner that is I what I'm trying to say okay I have tried and I just I end up never really following 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 through on it because I, I are hard just, uh, I know <laughs> yeah I I kind of post by whatever's going on in the day um or however I'm feeling and if I can't think of anything to post as far as like in feed stuff then I'll go back to an old post and just like repost it or, or repurpose it. That's enlightening to hear because I, I feel like all, you know, you listen to different podcasts about just being on social media and everyone is like, oh, you need to like plan all your content for like the next month. And it's just so great. And I'm like, how, oh, how? So I'm, yeah. these people are not in the egg industry, which is probably the first problem, but it's, it's enlightening to, to hear that. And I also, today I listened to, um, a podcast about outsourcing. Um, it was elevate the, elevate the podcast. Yeah. Yep. That's what it's called with Tara, um, and Natalie, and they had Marissa Caffet on and they talked about outsourcing and like what they all outsource. And I don't, maybe I'm the only one that like realized this, but I had like a little light bulb go off because here I am thinking that they're like doing all these things themselves and I'm just like how how are they doing this but they're they're being smart and they're outsourcing I know like not everyone can do that and I am not at that point but it kind of made me feel like they're still human they're not you know like yeah. they're doing awesome things but at the same time they're getting help so that it made me feel a little bit better because I was just like I I cannot do everything that they're doing but mm-hmm yeah, I use, um, I have somebody doing my books and somebody building my website and working on these other projects. I will also be getting help. I told Tom the other night, I was like, well, I could just do it by myself. He's like, Annalise, just get the help. I was like, ah, smart man. <laughs> yeah. 
Thanks for like half the time. <laughs> speaking of Tom, we haven't had him on. We we still owe him something. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should do that or we'll bring it for him in uh, November. Yeah. Will, will he be there oh, in yeah. November? He might be because I think he's worried. <laughs> it's only females that really listen to this, right? I think he's worried yeah. that creepers are going to know where we're all at and mm. show so he's up. just going to be sitting out with a handgun and drinking <laughs> <the> a whiskey <laughs> yeah oh oh well i think i think dan wants to come too so he and okay. they can hang out together perfect i'll tell tom that they can sit at the bottom of the steps of the entryway and guard the door they can have an ice cream date at the pearl how cute would that yeah. be oh <laughs> totes the dorms if you don't know what the pearl is it's like the best it's like this little retro ice cream shop and it's just the cutest and it's the best ice cream and candy shop and just adds it's like a must in lacrosse yeah oh I'm so excited this is gonna be so fun it is so you've been even hinting at some other projects mm-hmm. are um, you able to give any sneak peeks I think I can so I mean I think I last week launched um, a new email list essentially is all it is right now called farm and grow. Um, And I really want to help people craft their own story. So I have um, a little handbook, a little e-guide that's going to be coming out that um, will work you through kind of finding your why and how you want to use social media or tell your story because I think a lot of times people think they need to be an influencer like us, um, but you don't like have to do that. You can do it your own way. You could just have a farm page. You can just be on TikTok. Like there's a million different ways to advocate and you don't have to do them all. You can pick one avenue um, and do it your own way. So that's kind of what this is going to be. Not necessarily for people who want to like monetize or make it a business, but just want to like have the, um, the courage to get started and get over those objections. So I've got that coming out. And then um, I want to create little monthly content bundles for dairy farmers to buy, to use for like their pages. So Ooh, um, cool. Yeah. Cause I know there's a lot of like farmers out there, like my sister, for example, She's a full-time farmer, full-time mom, doesn't really dig social media, but she understands that she needs to do more for um, their dairy farm as far as, as talking to at least the community and the people around. But she's like, I don't know where to start, what to post, what do I do? How does this work? I wish somebody would just do it for me. And I'm like, hello, let me do this for you. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah. Cool. I think you're going to help so many people by doing all these things, doing all the things. Oh, I hate when people say that, but really you're, you've got so many good ideas and I think it's going to help a lot of people. So I hope so. it all sounds good in my efforts. head. It all sounds good in my head. So I just hope other people find value in it too. But if not trial and error, right. And figure it out. I, yeah, I think, I think you'll be good. So, um, do you have any other, any other pitches to try to convince us that Instagram is not the devil? Let me look at my notes. I took some notes. 
Um, I mean, was there anything that we said that you're just like, oh, you guys are stupid. Like this is totally wrong. No, I didn't. I didn't think anything was stupid. I thought everything you said is like true. Um, but I just kind of look, maybe look at it differently. Um, oh, talking about the brands. Um, where is that? When you guys were like talking about, I don't know, brands and how everything is becoming so salesy. And I do think those people are out there. Um, and you guys were worried, like if I start working with other brands, you know, are people really going to trust me? Or are they going to think, oh, am I just getting paid for this? And I know how I operate and you guys operate. Like I'm reaching out to brands that the farm already works with, or I already use and I want to work with, and I like their stuff and it just makes sense. And I'm also working with these brands to create content that is like informational and serving and not just like buy this. Mm-hmm. Like we both want like myself and that brand want to like give more than just a sales pitch. Um, and I think your audience is going to trust you as long as you're cool about it, you know, and, and you're working with brands that make sense. And I think people are going to sniff out pretty quick if you're faking it, like, they're going to be like, uh, I've never seen her drink out of a Yeti before or whatever it is, or I've never seen her cook with chicken before. I don't know. Like they're going to, they're going to know. <laughs> so I have something I want to say so bad. I'm not going to, <laughs> I need to edit this part out. Okay. Right. I'll just say I mean, they're going to know. <laughs> That's all I'll say. I- <laughs> um, yeah. So, I agree. I, I don't know. I guess I just want to worry about that. As long as you are being true to yourself, I, I feel lame saying that, but it's true. Like if you just keep doing your own thing, stay in your lane, try to create in your own way and not worry about what everybody else is doing, you'll be fine. And your people are going to follow you and like you and trust you. Amen. I think that sums it up pretty well. I'd say so. Are there any, any other last remarks? I still like Instagram. Um, I was All the trying creeps to are on Facebook. Yes. I was, Facebook monetizes you really well for creating things. So I was trying to spend more time over there and create more things for Facebook and making the Facebook algorithm happy. But all the people that are like engaging me with me over there are creepy old men or people from foreign countries that want to come work on my farm. And I was like, no, I like, I want to talk to farm women. Like those are the cool people. So I don't know, maybe I'll try again later. I've got enough irons in the fire to just focus on my Instagram community, but. I like just connected my Instagram to a Facebook page. Well, I don't know why Facebook like made my own page already so I just connected it and like I think eight people like it but I'm like well I'm already sharing these posts on Instagram like I might as well just share it on Facebook no one like sees it because only eight people like the page and I don't really feel like sharing it but um yeah <laughs> go check it out I figured maybe I'll get a, a different audience or just I don't know yeah reach they do reach that one more person yeah I they do say I don't know who they are but people say 
that your audiences are very different on um, uh-huh. different social media platforms. So, yeah. Yeah. I found like the older, I don't want to get in trouble by anyone, but like the next generation up, like our parents, grandparents, they're all on Facebook, like millennials are Instagram, Gen Z is TikTok, and then kind of everybody is on YouTube. So when I was, I haven't shared a YouTube video in a long time, but when I was sharing on there, I was getting a lot of like older generations on like grandparent age, people commenting on it, on my videos, which I was kind of surprised by. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. They got like smart everybody. Yeah. Watching YouTube all day. (laughs) Probably. Hey, living living the life. (laughs) Honestly, it's probably more interesting for them to be watching stuff on youtube than like watching cnn young and the restless yeah Yeah. (laughs) i Um, was not a big youtube person mm -mm. until joey's joey's watched it for a while now and like he he watches like millennial farmer and larson whatever they larson acres i think it is um but we actually started watching like a couple random people that like live in Alaska and they're like they're just so interesting to watch and so like now I'm kind of hooked on them when they have new videos come out Joey's like oh we can watch this <laughs> and it's just I don't know it's it's fun it's like a different way to consume content and I think maybe that is what I need to do too is not not get off of Instagram but just kind of like step back and like explore explore a different avenue you know, like mm-hmm. I think Instagram will always be one of my favorites just because it's just so easy to share like everything on there, you know, stories, videos, captions, you know, and it's like a, just a one-stop shop, but yeah, it's nice to know that there's like other avenues and other places to share. Mm-hmm. So many places to share. And that's confusing too, because it's like you want to share on all the platforms but unless you hire people to do that, it's just, it's physically impossible. Yeah. Especially yeah. Pinterest too. Everyone says how important Pinterest is. And I'm like, I do not understand Pinterest at all. I can't like, figure out Pinterest. <laughs> no, I don't, well, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to share there. Like, I, I don't know. It's confusing. I guess people say it's like the new Google search engine, which I, I get if I'm searching for a recipe, I go to Pinterest. Yeah, a recipe it. I do, but. But I that's guess it. But I don't know people are. Yeah, that's, but like, are so people are, searching for cow? You know, are are they searching for cows? Are they searching for milk facts? I yeah, I don't, I don't go there for like information. I don't know. I don't know how Pinterest works but, either. But maybe if you're using keywords like milk or dairy recipes, and even though maybe that that pin is in a dairy recipe but you pop up with a calf or I don't know how it works I don't there's got or if you it, if you share all of your stuff but like pop in recipes and stuff people see that and then maybe go check out your page yeah I don't know, I don't know. it's very it's very confusing we'll <sighs> dive into it we'll dive into it and then check back later I, that's yeah yeah that's I'll put it on my to-do day. list um Amber did you see we we got our first real voicemail? I mean, I mean the the ones last week were totally real, but but uh, Mary from Manitowoc. No, this is this is a real person. I haven't listened to it, 
Um, I was saving it uh, just for tonight, but it's in regards to last week's episode, I think. I don't know. I don't know. This what is if it's a, a lint liquor again? <laughs> oh, it's not. I, I can see who it's from and it's not a lint oh. liquor. We, okay. we like her. This is from Angela. Okay. Let's hopefully it plays. Housewives, I just got done with your episode on how Instagram is stale and kind of cringy now and repetitive, and I can't tell you how much I agree with that, and also, you know, how, like, you guys were talking about how your mission is education for agriculture, well, ours is encouraging women, and, like, sometimes we get caught up in, like, we have to make more reels to grow our following to reach you're not alone and thank you for sharing that i feel like i was right there with you talking to you because i'm sitting here going yeah yes 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 me too yes so anyway i'm still talking to myself talking to my windshield but thank you ladies for sharing that i love that oh i'm so glad you found that website that's so fun me too. Um, so thank you, Angela, for, for the official first voicemail. If you guys want to leave us a voicemail, because they're kind of fun and pretty easy to do. You literally just hold down a button and talk. And if you want to make it anonymous, you can totally be anonymous. Just don't be a lint licker about it. So the website to leave us this voicemail is speakpipe.com. That's S-P-E-A-K-P-I-P-E.com slash forward farming podcast. And it'll take you just to a page where you hit um, a record button and you get one minute to talk and that's it. Pretty easy. So if you are listening to this episode and you have a question for Annalise, Becca, or I, or just want to call in and say hi, um, we'd love to hear from you. So um, I'll leave that website in the show notes. And it's also on our website, forwardfarmingpodcast.com, if you want to just go there and, and click it. Um. So, so Annalise, thank you for coming on today and, and sharing yeah. all of your goodies and wealth of knowledge because you, you're just jam-packed right now. You're, I feel like yeah. you're just, you're just overflowing with creative ideas and wow. fun new projects and stuff. And I can't wait to see what happens next because you're getting shit done and it's pretty exciting to watch. I'll tell you what'll happen next. You come off the roller coaster, right? Like you're down and then you get propelled up. You have some good runs. And so next I'll probably have nothing for a while, but yeah, that's okay. Cause you're, you're, you're doing a lot of good work. You're doing, you're doing the Lord's work for advocating, oh. which is pretty cool to see. Good. Good. Hopefully. So did I, do you like Instagram now? Did I change your opinion at all? Or are we still <laughs> back up? Like, no, I'm still out. I mean, it's I still, have- it's, it's still stupid, but it's, it's yeah. <laughs> I have like a better, I don't want to say outlook, but I, I'm reminded of why I'm on it. I think is the mm-hmm. important thing. Like it's still annoying to me, but I know that I'm on there for a reason. So yeah. it's an improvement, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and it's not that we, we hate Instagram. It's just it's frustrating. No, I'm not, it's, it's frustrating because you gotta, you gotta know, you have to be like constantly reminded of your why. And like, like you said, coming back to why you're on there in the first place and not get caught up in like the number side of things, which can be frustrating sometimes. So I think 
you reminding us and everyone listening of the real reason why you're on Instagram and sharing your story is more important than um, the numbers that show up. So just keep that in mind and just keep chugging along because it's going to change in two weeks anyway. So just just keep going. Exactly. Yep. Do your thing. Good deal. So again, where can people find tickets for your event and where can people find you on social media? So on Instagram, I am mod farm chick on Facebook. I am modern day farm chick and tickets for the mastermind dinner for modern day farm chicks can be found on Eventbrite, or you can go to the link in any of my bios on my social media. And we will put that link in our show notes as well. So you can just click right on it and it'll take you right there too. So try to make everybody's lives a little bit easier. Yay. Okay. Well, I think that does it for this week. Um, thank you again, Annalise, for hopping on and, and chatting with us. And if you aren't following us on social media yet, make sure you go look for us for forward farming, forward farming podcast, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and sometimes YouTube. I got to get caught up on that. Um, I'm over at Cranberry Chats and Becca is over at Becca Hilby. And go check out her new YouTube page because Joey's really proud of it. <laughs> he is. He was he was watching himself on the TV this afternoon. <laughs> Such a boy thing I love to it. do. <laughs> uh, right. He's just like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> uh, it's great. Yeah, check us out. We got like, I don't know, 70 some subscribers. So only like 930 more to go before we can get monetized. <laughs> it's coming it's coming all right well slow and steady (laughs) thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week bye